Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Tonight, uh, Derek Stingley, the biggest news, obviously, of the night is Derek Stingley Jr. is out. Uh, Ed Orgeron said he's very questionable. Uh, unless something completely changes, and I mean absolutely, positively, completely changes, uh, it is looking like Derek Stingley will be out this Saturday against Mississippi State. Uh, we will talk on that. Uh, however, literally moments before we came on the show, I'm starting to get a little itsy-bitsy word. Itsy-bitsy word that LSU might get some players back this week, though, y'all. Just a little bit. I... I drink whiskey, and I hear things. We'll talk on that. But also, we do have Rafino's rants in store for tonight. Um, guys, quite. A, I said this last week in LSU 1 in convincing fashion. So I am going to say it again tonight in the Rafino's rants. We'll do that. Uh, right after we talk about Derek Singh. Hashtag Ask Blake as we do every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, we'll try to get to some bets later in the show uh, as well. And at the end, if you want to fire in your LSU Mississippi State score predictions, we'll get to the those as well. But as always, guys, let's get to um, some of your comments before we get started. Brian Thomas says he is here not number 11 Brian Thomas, or maybe – it is. I don't know that. Can't confirm or deny. Uh, is in the building. Lamar Williams, Nookie, Craig Schilling, Jacob Cole. All say that they're ready to go, and let's get this thing started. So let's do that. Let's do that. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll come right back, talk about Derek Stingley, LSU, and Rafino's rants. Stay tuned. Guys, with 63 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to serving your RV vehicle Big rig than GM, Farno and Sons. 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by. Hell, you break down on the side of the road, they can come and get you. Again, it's 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend sent you on by. And our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, there's football on tonight. Whip out that mobile phone. Whip it out. But you're probably watching AYS on it. So don't do that yet. But if you want to play some bets, you got to get over to betonline.ag. Guys, the fastest growing mobile betting service in the country is betonline.ag. Place all your bets there. Use a 50% welcome bonus. Let them know your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get started. All right, um, I'm assuming there's going to be a Stingley um, question, but Jared Billiot says he's finally at a jail, Facebook jail, that is, in the comments. All right, so let's get this started. Um, last night I started throwing out some some hints on Twitter. Now let me first off by saying this, and this could be a Rafino's rants in, in and of itself. Guys, I don't have a website. I don't have a message board. I don't pay. I don't make you pay me to give you information that I get. However, if people are going to get mad that I give you some information cryptically, which I don't think is cryptic at all, I mean, put two and two together, then we can go, we can build a website and we can go that route. We're not going to ever do that. I'm just saying. However, last night I kind of started giving the hints that I was hearing that Derek Sting left practice as soon as practice was over, this little thing right here started buzzing. <laughs> not the not the uh, the Lane Kiffin choo choo train. This little cell phone saying Stingley had left practice with the same injury or, or something to the extent of the same injury that he suffered last time. They thought it was a lot worse than what they initially thought. So let me tell you what I'm hearing right now. And I the reason LSU is not confirming anything is because of two things. Number one, they don't know the severity of Derek Stingley's injury. They don't know that yet. If it was a season-ending injury, the same way that Ed Orgeron did on Monday with Andre Anthony, he would have come out here and told you it's a season-ending injury. 
They don't know that yet. They just don't know that. Um, I have been told by multiple sources and multiple people that the you know there is a very good chance that multiple doctors are going to be involved here to make sure that they know what's going on. I mean, it's been a recurring injury. He was able to come back. And Stingley was able to come back two or three weeks after if it is the same injury. So if it's minor, maybe he comes back in a couple weeks. But, you know, as some people will say, he is going to be a very high draft pick. I think that that personally, although I've said numerous times on this show, I think he's a top five pick talent. I think that it hurts Stingley's draft status if he's hurt again after what happened last season. Um, but that's an opinion. There's nothing to get that. That's strictly an opinion. Um, you will hope. I would hope, and I hope everybody hopes that the kid's able to come back and to play. Like we all hope that, right? Like nobody's sitting here saying, "Gosh, I really hope Derek Stingley doesn't come back and play." But. Uh, you kind of hope that, you know, nothing's very seriously wrong. Now, again, and like I tell you all the time, you got to be careful with um you got to be careful with what you hear from people. You got to be careful. People out there already speculating that he's going to be done for the season and I came out today and said if somebody knows something before lunch, they're just straight speculating and lying to your ass. I've heard it's been it's gonna it's a little minor, and they think that you know even though he's very questionable for this week, you know if the body heals, maybe there's a chance, or maybe there's a chance he can come back next week. Unless something changes, he's going to be out for this game though. So that's the only thing that matters. Uh, I will get to the comments uh, in just a second. Just a second, I will get to the comments. That leads me all the way here though. I did this last week, and I blew a freaking gasket. I blew a gasket. But I know what's going to happen, and I know what the sentiment from LSU fans is going to be. I know what the sentiment or what we believe the sentiment or what is gonna, the, the, the vibe around LSU football is going to be now that Derek Stingley's out. Guys, here comes the Rafino's rants. So everybody do me a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to some Facebook groups. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. If you're on Twitter, hit that follow button and retweet because here comes the rant. There is no team on God's green earth outside of one in the last 20 years that's won more national titles than you have. Blake, we've heard this story before. We know this. Why are you going down revisionist history? Why are you telling us something that we already know? Because LSU fans, let me tell you this. There's a lot of times that I feel like I come on this show because of all the bad shit that's been going on with Title IX, all the stuff that's been going on with Ed Orgeron, the things that have been leaked, the sissy blue shirt, the play on the field, whatever it is, LSU fans feel like, and the outside world feels like, oh, LSU's a dumpster fire. And to some extent, they might have a, a dumpster that's sitting right there that looks like it's about to catch on fire. But you can change all of that. You can change that dumpster into a mansion if you go out and play football this Saturday. There's no other team on God's green planet in college football that's had more success outside of one in the last 20 years that you have. Nobody. Tyron Matthew is a legacy. Joe Burrow is a legacy. Odell Beckham is a legacy. The list can continue to go on. Jamal Adams, Clyde edwards left. Regardless of the players, LSU has built a legacy over the last 20 years, and we're all sitting back here thinking, oh, poor little LSU. Oh, my God, we got Mississippi State. So what? You got the talent. You, maybe your coaches have been a little off, but you better put those son of a bitches in space, and you better let them work because I'm tired of the, oh, let's get in the corner and cuddle up. And, oh, my God, bullshit. I'm tired of it. You have to go out there and play your ball. You have to do that. Derek Stingley's out. It freaking sucks. you got a five-star Dwight McLaughlin that's also going to be in there, a guy that I raved about all camp long. 
That is a guy that I told you that can play. The reason he wasn't a five-star corner when he came out is because he didn't go to a stupid five-star challenge for Rivals.com247, uh, and they demoted his ass. They said he was a bad character guy. Get your ass ready to play. You light these son of a bitches up. And, yeah, I'm fired up. This is the most fired up that I've ever been. Mike Leach and Mississippi State cannot compete with the talent that you have. The coaches, that's a completely different story. Completely different story. The fact that we're having to sit here and we're worried about Mississippi State is a damn travesty. Oh, God, please, sweet baby Jesus, I hope that we don't get beat by Mississippi State after last year K.J. Costello put 623 yards right up our keisters. You made a man last year look like he was a Heisman Trophy winner, and then you went out against UCLA after you said there was nothing but changes. You run stuff in camp. You run stuff during the summer that you don't translate to the field. You get outcoached. You get outplayed. At some point, somebody's got to step up and say, we're going to have some freaking pride because of what everybody's done in the past and what we want to build LSU into the future because the man, the bald man that eats oatmeal pies in Tuscaloosa ain't slowing his ass down. It comes down to the decision that you will make. Dickie Lyons is a good friend of mine, wide receiver from the University of Kentucky from New Orleans, Louisiana. Dad, his dad was a legacy of Kentucky. They had multitudes of losing seasons. It took one senior class to stand up and say, you know what, we're tired of getting our asses beat. Let's change the culture. Look at Kentucky right now. They built a foundation. The foundation's been built for LSU. It comes up to you to change the shit. Stop playing like you, you're sitting back on your heels. Start playing like you are LSU because Auburn can't say it. Ohio State can't say it. USC can't say it. The list can go on and on. Miami's Rudy Poo asses can't say it. You are, if everybody likes to do their tears, right, Alabama number one, Georgia number two, and Georgia hasn't won a national title since 1982. The truth is, the truth of everything that you will ever hear, the legacy of LSU right now over the last 20 years, it is Alabama and it is LSU. Wins have to matter. National championships matter. It is the hardest thing to do in sports is to win it all. I'm sorry to everybody else that wants to come out here and, and do a podcast and a radio show for a, a so-and-so university. If you think that you're in a tier above LSU, you're wrong and you're being a homer because national titles matter. They matter. Alabama, LSU. Now the players and the coaches have to start acting like it. Derek Stingley's out. So what? Good kid. Great talent. Going to have a long career. He's not there this week. Step up and let's roll. You want to go hurry up? You go hurry up. Run the ball. They're going to have six men in the box. Run the damn football. Tell your O-line to stop playing like sissies and run the ball. You want to talk about sissy blue? You know, it's funny. We can't say anything about anybody else, but Orgeron can say sissy blue shirt. With that blue sissy blue shirt on. Then you get your ass out, out there and start punching somebody in the damn mouth. It's the most fired up that I've ever been because I'm tired of being a laughingstock. I'm tired of having to go on national shows, talking to national people that call this goddamn phone every single week and laugh in our face. Get your ass out there and punch somebody in the mouth. And I don't, and some of me, a part of me wants you to go out there, get a penalty, hold somebody, knock somebody's you-know-what in the dirt. Knock somebody's you-know-what in the dirt. I'm, t not, I I I'm tired of being the laughing stock. It's, it's so crazy to me mentally. You're number two. You're number two, and your own media wants to trash you on stuff because the outside world's not going to give you anything. You got the players from the ACC forging, not forging, or coming up with something that's sent to the NCAA. NIL's not fair because everybody else gets it, but we can't. 
Bro, welcome to the real world. You wanted it, you got it, you better make it. Welcome to the real world. I don't need a Xanax, Ryan. I don't I I, I don't need a Xanax. I need them to stop playing like they're playing and stop act no, you know what? They played good last week. They we gotta stop as a fan base. Oh my god, Derek Stingley's out. Look, I hate it. I hate it. I really hate it. Especially when you're going up against the air raid. But this whole negative Eeyore type of Winnie the Pooh Bear type of energy that we got going on right now. Get ready to go punch somebody in the mouth. Blaine Smith says, I'm very concerned about LSU's defense condition against Mississippi State. They better be ready to play. We'll see. Uh, Brandon Reese says, I want the running game to step up this weekend. They're going to have six people in the box. You, you, you better get ready. If you can't run the football with six guys in the box, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. Guys, the ultimate challenge that I've been saying for the last four weeks is going to come to come to fruition this week. Everybody's stretching the O-line, yada, yada, yada. They're not good. Okay, sounds good. But at some point, running back's got to make a move. And Corey Connor starts getting yards, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards, then what? All you need is a little crease. Get the yards, let's go. Don't play this. You know, Ed talked about today that he doesn't want to get in a shootout, and I don't really blame him. But, you know, everybody's talking about, oh, you're going to get in a shootout. Ed, your defense sucks. You know what? If I'm Ed Orgeron, you know what I'm doing? And I know that Ed needs to get, you know, have friends in the media right now, uh, and, and they're choosing the wrong media to, 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 to you know, act as this, who their friends are. That's a different story for a different day. And when Orgeron, you know, God bless it when the day comes, or if that day comes, we'll have that discussion because I'm ready for that discussion. But regardless of that, you got to act like, hey, when the media members out there ask, hey, Ed, there's about, you know, Mississippi State's about to score a lot of points on you. What do you think about that? Tell the media member. Who, says who? Go Nick Saban on his ass. Says who? Stupidest questions I've ever heard. Your culture and the culture of your fan base revolves around one man. It revolves around. You know why Alabama fans are so goddamn cocky? Because the man up, the man up, you know, up top, the man that eats oatmeal pies, every, two oatmeal pies and drinks a cup of coffee before he leaves every single morning, he decides the culture of Alabama. The baseball coach doesn't do it. The football, uh, the basketball coach doesn't do it. What, all these other coaches don't do it. The football coach is the culture of, uni- culture of your university. It is. Ed, start, you, you win Saturday. These media members start telling you some Rudy Poo shit. You go out there and you tell them, brother says who? You're worried about keeping your job. Tell them like it is, bro. Tell them like it is. All right, let's get into some of these uh, some of these uh, comments. Daniel Glenn, what's up, buddy? He says, "Sad day, Mike Leach will have never faced against number seven. Incredibly uh, bad luck." Yeah, but he he don't care about that. He's glad he didn't. Taylor Bell, what's up, Taylor? He says, "If I were in his shoes, I'd want to have a best last real game than UCLA." Well, I think his real last good game was I mean he had a fantastic week last week Taylor uh Jason says that'll be the the excuse if state lights LSU secondary up this weekend oh we were out our starting cornerback I believe he's sending out one to help his draft status you don't want to miss uh miss miss state lighting you up for film I don't I mean I don't know that I think the kids hurt man I think I, I think that the kids hurt I'm not I'm not going down that route I mean look I, I no you got too many people no, uh, God forbid it. Kids got to have surgery or something. Uh, Juice Washington says, hashtag Ask Blake, is he out for multiple weeks or just this game? I don't know that. And I and 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 Juice, honestly, I wish that I could tell you more, but I can't, man, because they don't know. And I, I when they don't know, people ask us for questions, and we don't know. You know, last night people and this morning people were asking me about it, and I, I want to answer people, but if I'm not answering you on Twitter, it's not because I don't want to. It's because, quite honestly, I can't because I don't really know what – you know, it takes time to get information. And, and, and LSU's not confirming anything. They're still not confirming anything. And, and historically, under Ed Orgeron's regime, means that they don't know. It means they don't know. 
Um. Anyway, uh, Brand says next man up. I agree with that. Um, Blaine Smith says saw Kevin Falk's dark. Yeah, funeral this weekend. Continue to pray for his family. Yeah, man, it's just so damn, so crazy, man. You know what? Play for that guy. You know what? Play for that guy. Uh, Mark Lake, what's up, buddy? He says, preach. Uh, nudie, nudie, meaning Dwight McLaughlin is a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. So what? He didn't go to a five-star challenge. You know, like, so what? He didn't go to a five-star challenge. What, is that, what, did, what did that have to do with anything? Well, he didn't go up against the best. He didn't have to go up to your five-star challenge. I thought Dwight McLaughlin had a great uh, a spring. So what? He didn't go. Uh, Jed says it's time for Dwight Dude played his butt off against Florida last year. This isn't anything new to him. Next man up. Yeah, and look, I, I would expect that LSU – let's get into the game a little bit too. I fully expect LSU to play zone. Look, oh, we, here's the thing about Ed. Everybody talks about Ed being a uh, – you know, Ed's an idiot and, you know, Ed doesn't know what he's doing and can he adjust. Do you re- – like – Here's my, here's my question. Do you really think Ed's not going to adjust and just keep playing man coverage on the outside uh, against Mississippi State, knowing that Arkansas had success and coaches that have had success running zone? You know, to Ed's fault and credit, he meddles and he doesn't meddle. He should have been in Bo Pelini's ass to run zone, but I think that the reason that they probably didn't run zone last year or zone coverages last year is because they didn't really go over it because of things that they had during COVID. They're not going to play. They might play man-to-man coverage here and there, but their majority of what they're going to do is they're going to want to keep everything in front of them and want to wreak havoc with four guys. You're not, they're not going out there to play man. That's not how you beat the air raid. There's multitudes of teams that have shown you that that's not how you beat it. It doesn't matter that you have Elias Ricks. It doesn't matter that you would have had Derek Stingley. That's not how you beat it. There's been a lot of great corners that have gone against the air raid and gotten burned. Gotten burned. Crossing routes, pick plays, quick screens. I mean, guys, remember the quick screens last year? Man-to-man coverage. Mike Leach is running screen on screen on screen. What was it? Who was the running back last year? It slips in my mind. I think he what had six catches for 60 yards and a touchdown that opened in half. His name, his name slips in my mind. But, Ryan, I love you, and I don't need a Xanax. I, I need him to come out there and – I need a leader to step up and say enough's enough. Guys, Auburn's not better than you. I, I, I'm sorry to tell people this that cover cover you know LSU and cover the SEC and cover college football. Guys, Auburn's not better than LSU from a talent standpoint. Coaching standpoint, that's a completely different story. They're not better than them on that side on either side of the football. They're not better than them in special teams, maybe in punt return. I'll give them, I'll give you that. But Guys, they're just not better. And what's frustrating more than anything to me is that when you have more talent than the opposing team and you put your guys in positions not to succeed, that pisses me off more than anything. Um, LGZ2115 on Periscope says, hashtag Ask Blake, is Chris Hilton injured? Yeah, I was a little nicked up, um, but he's back now. He'll be good to go. Uh, Nookie says, I think our new coordinators are getting better traction every week. This is an excellent text, uh, a test, perfectly timed. And Nookie's right. It is perfectly timed. It's a perfectly timed test to go out there and to see if you can make adjustments, not only from a player's standpoint, but from a coaching standpoint. Guys, there's not a lot of players on this team that's going to play. Yeah, you got, your, you got some freshmen. You got a lot of freshmen that are around there. But you have a lot of players on this team from a season ago that knows what happened last year and was on that field and was on that team a season ago. If if you got to motivate this team to wake up and play a game at 11 o'clock in the morning, I don't know what to tell you. Then your culture is, is, is Rudy Poo and you need to go. I'm sorry. I don't think that that's going to happen. I I said all week I don't I don't like that the line's at two and a half. I wouldn't be shocked if the line goes down to one and a half with the Stingley news. I think that he is definitely worth a half a point 
against the spread, if not even a whole point, I don't like it. Because I, I fully be, I fully believe I fully, fully believe that there's not a lot of trust around LSU, but you go out here and you start punching people in the mouth, then people start believing in you. But the problem, you know, it's like the old it's like the old saying. The old saying goes, it doesn't matter what other people are saying about you. It's what you believe in yourself. It doesn't matter what other people say about you. It's a, it matters what you believe in yourself. LSU has a an issue that they got to get fixed. You know, I, I made the analogy today that if, if, if anybody's ever seen the movie Hook with Dustin Hoffman and Robin Williams, LSU is like Peter Pan who's learning how to try to fly again. He can't find his happy thought. LSU can't find their happy thought. Now, it looks like they found a little bit of their happy thought last week, and it was like this, the time where Peter almost started to fly. That's the analogy that I think of. It's time to fly, dog. Fly like an eagle. Richie Roche, who is one of our great sponsors on AYS, Richie Ro- or Roche. <laughs> Let me take this comment out of the way so you guys can see it. Uh, but our good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. 225-937-7220. Give him a call today. You guys have anything serviced around the Baton Rouge, Denham Springs area, give them a call. They'll get out to you. You want some front, you know, uh, patio area, they can build it. Again, it's 225-937-7220. Our good friends over at Play Action, guys, go to playactionpools.com. Sign up. Use the Believe tab when you go into Play Action. Let them know your good friend Blake Rafino sent you, uh, sent you on by. You get to pick games. You get to pick college football, NFL. You win. They'll send you some electric sunglasses. Very good time. And our good friends, and we mentioned them earlier, uh, our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm. We are live on location at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Successions, titles, DWIs, successions, they can do it all. That's the drakewilliamslawfirm.com. But Richie Roche had a comment, and I, I, I missed it. I clicked off of it in my list, and I missed it. I'm sorry, Richie. I'm trying to find it. There's a lot of comments coming in here. Um... Roderick says, hashtag ass play. People think that we still not DBU, bro, getting war back playing uh, Dwight McLaughlin. I still feel we blow them out. I like Jay Ward. I, I've talked all offseason about how much I love Jay Ward. I'm a big fan of his. You know, UCLA was hard for them to move the football when Jay was lining guys up. Uh, does, does he have any rust? Can he knock that, knock that rust off? Um, I like Jay Ward. And, guys, I think Dwight McLaughlin shown that he can play. If you and so look, you want Stingley out there, but look, this is this game does not come down to your corners. The 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 myth of a lot of the air rate offense, although sometimes it does come down to your corners. We saw same guy Jay Ward who returned after a meniscus tear, who should have never been playing get burned. This game legitimately comes down to your linebackers and safeties. I'm more worried about more than Dwight McLaughlin. I'm more worried about Micah Baskerville, uh, Demont Clark. Uh, uh, Major Burns and Jay Ward. If those four guys step up and play well, you win. You win. If they don't play well, you lose. A lot of those, a lot of air raid teams like to run picks off of that. They want to get the safeties in space with guys that are faster than them, speedy guys. They get, look. And, Mississippi State's got some talent now. Their O line is is really bad. I mean, guys, even their media individuals are talking about how bad they are at this point. We had on Memphis Spence this week. Memphis was able to get home, and, and look, they're going to try to throw the football. You got to let every keep everything in front of you. You got to go out there and punch them in the mouth, man. Last year you got humiliated. You got to go out there and punch them in the mouth, Mike Leach teams historically don't like it when teams go out there and punch them in the suck hole i'm serious man so go out there and knock them in the face light somebody up guys get a penalty i i I mean don't try to hurt somebody but you know i don't want i don't want the penalties to get ridiculous let me emphasize what i mean hey man you you know you hit somebody laid out of bounds or, you know, not you know not maliciously or you hit somebody low when you're not supposed to. 
but you're lighting some dudes up. You know, it's like the Mighty Ducks and Mighty Ducks 2 when the Bash Brothers just start laying the smack it down on everybody. That hurt because my ring's on that finger. But start laying the smack down on some people's asses, bro. I'm tired of this softness. Uh, Jacob Cole says, if we can play man all night, Coach O and D. Jones better walk home. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We're not We're not going to do that. K.J. Hill. Yeah, that's right. That was the running back last year. Or Kylan Hill. Mark Cumbie uh, on YouTube says, COVID played a big role in last season, but this season, no excuses. Time to see what you're made of. LSU should win by 17. Yeah, guys, give me your score predictions. What do you think the game, what the final score is going to be? What do you think the final score is going to be? We'll put it up here. Um, Juice Washington says, Oregon lost the best player in the first game and didn't bat an eye next man up. Yeah, they also weren't playing a team in the SEC, but I think that you're right. And he did play a half. But you're right. But the next week they went – I mean, Juice, I get what you're saying, and you're right. The next week they went to Columbus, and they, and they physically dominated from start to finish Ohio State. I mean, man, look, you, <laughs> you got to start playing like you're LSU. And we have to stop acting like the national media is right and the local media is right when they talk about LSU. We just do. LSU fans, stand your, hat, stand your ass up and be proud for a damn change. Be proud that you're a Tiger. But all this negative shit, you know, Get out there and get energy. The weather feels great. It feels great outside. And you got people out here bitching. The worst thing that could have happened to this media market is my big ass came in it. Stop complaining all the damn time. This is something you can be proud of LSU from an athletic standpoint. I'm not going to get into Title IX discussion you, you, the, anybody that wants to get into it with me right now, bring your happy ass on somewhere else. I'm not getting in with you. I'm talking about from an on-the-field football standpoint. Nobody's having the success that you had in the last 20 years. Don't let them. Don't let them take that shit away from you. Because they're trying to take it away from you. And if you think that those kids on that team doesn't hear with the Rudy Poo shit that those people say, you're wrong. Because I keep getting the damn phone calls talking them kids off the damn ledge. I'm tired of it. Holden Lee says, I will say Clark and Baskerville has been playing better, and I hope they continue to play better. Yeah, and you got to give Damone Clark a – um. A lot of credit. The last two weeks, he's played good. And I thought, and I got criticized for this, go back, and since you know the outcome, go back and watch the first half of that UCLA game. Led your team in tackles, was all over the field. When big plays started happening, he started getting out of position, trying to make plays for guys that he thought that weren't going to be in the space. And the truth was, Micah Baskerville all night long was not in the same, was not in the right space and was getting blown off the ball. Truth is the truth. Blake, don't talk about kids, but, man, look, I mean, we can all see it. Why Why is it that we can watch the film and watch the game, but God forbid I come out here and say it? Let's see. Uh, Richie Rose says, Stingley out. Coaching is more of my concern than personal issues. We have the talent. My brother, I agree. You know, I, I agree with Richie. And that's why I'm that's why I'm not writing this season off yet. I know a lot of people have, but and look, I still think that there's a scenario where this game's close. If LSU doesn't come out and run the ball effectively, if they don't get their guys in space, uh, if Zach Arnett, the defensive coordinator from Mississippi State, starts sending blitzes like he did last year, and we can't pick him up, look. Miles Brennan, although had the stats, he was not effective on third down last year. He was not effective against the pressure. Against pressure. Don't stat lie me when my eyes are telling me something different, and he, you know, he's getting scared and tentative of throwing the football. The touchdown to Eric Gilbert last year. He's throwing the ball up in the air because he doesn't know what to do. That's the truth. So, we'll see. Kenny says 35-31 to the good guys. Bundy out here coming up with some hot fire. 
says 42-17 LSU. We come into play. Kevin Abair flips that, though, says 20-28-14 LSU. There's the one thing that I like about these score predictions on the show. Hold on. That, that is the one thing I love about these score predictions on this show is we can go from this, from Mark, 43-27, to Kevin, boom, 28-14. And then this, Brandon Reese, boom, 35-27 LSU. Then Mark, boom, 34-20. I'm kind of close to Mark on that, but I think LSU can get to – I really think LSU can get to 41. I, you know, I, I haven't made my mind up yet. I'm leaning around 41-27, 41-32, and I know 32 sounds like a goofy number, but I have my reasons. Um, Justin says 42-30 Tigers. Ooh, Thibodeau says 33-30 the Tigers. See, that's what I love about these. Guys, I appreciate it. Ryan Thibodeau sends us $2 via Super Chat, and he says DM2 has the speed to go with that talent. Yeah, he's a, and he's a physical long guy, big corner. Very, you know, standing up next to him, I mean, we're about the same height. I'm about an inch taller than he is. So he's definitely around 6'1", 6'2". Um, uh, uh, Roche, Richie Roche says, just saying we have the talent, to be okay with uh, with Stingley out. That's what he's trying to say. Aaron Felder says, last year we had zero film on Mike Leach's offense with Miss State. Let me stop you there. You still knew the air raid. You still knew the air raid. They did not, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not buying that one, man, because his offense didn't change. And then you didn't make adjustments. So, Aaron, I get what you're trying to say, but that's not an excuse. He's been running the same offense for the last 20 years, running the same offense at Kentucky, running the same offense at Texas Tech, Washington State, Mississippi State. Nothing's ever changed with him. There's nothing that Mike Leach does that you haven't already seen. There's nothing new or innovative or, you know, it's just always the same. So I don't agree with you there. Uh, but he does say we are already in a better position than last year. We are in a better position from because, you know, this isn't our first game. This isn't covid I mean, we have COVID. Uh, we all know that. And I'm not getting into that. But we have COVID, but it's not like it was last year. I think the more of the COVID thing is more than anything. And, look, you got to let Durante Jones call his defense. Guys, I, I'm not saying that LSU's done this. I have heard some things. It wouldn't shock me if LSU some at some times ran a three-man front with B.J. Ojolari standing up. It wouldn't surprise me if B.J. Ojolari went into coverage sometimes and confused them and maybe sent a blitz on the outside. I think that they have to open it up a little bit on third and medium, third and long, because they're going to be in that situation. Will Rogers, the quarterback in Mississippi State, although has, I think this will be his 10th start. He does not have a lot of experience. And, and, and look, you gotta you got to be able to cover in space in this zone coverage and to let guys like Mason Smith, B.J. Ojolari, Ali Gay, who will be back to get to the quarterback. Don't let – get your hands up. If you can't get to the quarterback, get your hands up, bat the balls down, force fumbles, light somebody up, ear hole somebody. Not literally, but knock somebody out. Knock somebody out, man. Look, people hate when you say stuff like that. Oh, you don't want to see a kid get hurt, and neither do I. I hate that. But, man, it's a violent game. It's a violent, violent, violent game. And we play this violent game, and we watch this violent game to see hits like that. Impose your will should be the motto of this weekend. Impose your will. They're not better than you. This Mississippi State team will never be better than you from a talent perspective, ever. Ever. The only year that LSU could have probably said that they did not have the talent that Mississippi State had, or if it was equal, but even maybe they had more talent, but it was young, was the year that Dak Prescott and Josh Robinson from Franktown, Louisiana, walked their happy asses in there and shut you down. What was that, 2012, wasn't it? 2012, 2013, whenever that was. Cody. Cody asked, what in the hell is Title IX? Um... Brother, I, I don't mean this in a wrong way. Just type in LSU title line and start reading. Well, and here's another thing. Don't start reading because it's bullshit. Some, 
the Gloria Scott things bullshit. Man, and things have been peaceful with Glenn Gilbo out of here. <laughs> Love the man. He, he's so much. He's so much more energetic about college football. It's the best thing that's ever happened to him. Uh, Mark Cumby, what's up, Mark? He it sends us nine ninety nine via YouTube. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. The super chat. We might need to come up with a name for our, our uh, for our comment section, guys. Fire in some. What would you want the comment section to be called? You know, like my buddy J Boy has the booster the booster club. What should our comment section be called on AYS? Give me some thoughts. But Mark since nine ninety nine says Max Johnson five tutty passing Saturday. Bro, if he has five touchdowns on Saturday, let's see. That would mean that he's got 22 passing touchdowns in four games. Let me do the math. Let's do the math. I don't want to do the math in my head because I don't want to be wrong. So he would have 22 passing touchdowns in four games, which would be an average of 5.5 touchdowns per game. And on average, right now, which he won't do that for the rest of the season, if he plays 13 games, that would be 71 touchdowns. <laughs> Max Johnson's not throwing for 71 touchdowns. But that is interesting. I mean, he would be on if, – if Max Johnson throws for five touchdowns, he would be on pace for throwing 71 and a half touchdowns this season, breaking Joe Burrow's record. And let me say this. If Max Johnson somehow, someway throws for 71 touchdowns this season and he doesn't win the Heisman and LSU's not in the national title, man, we got issues. <laughs> we really can't run the football if that's the case. Mark, I greatly appreciate you sending us um, the 9.99. Uh, Henry Pooh Bear says, The Ranch Shop. Okay, I like The Ranch Shop. Uh, Peggy says, The Rudy Poos. Would you guys like to be called Rudy Poos all the time? <laughs> it would be, it would be, uh, it would be interesting. Mark says, Chat room name, Tiger Cave. Okay. Jacob Cole says, The Girl Scouts. You want to be called the Girl Scouts? <laughs> Cynthia says, comment section, serious readers. Okay. Y'all DM me and keep sending me the chat. Uh, send me the chat of what you want the chat to be called. But Brandon says, Blake, it's time to start playing LSU ball. Let's beat their ass on Saturday and whip Auburn at home next weekend. I like it. I like it a lot. The kill zone. Highway to the kill zone. I like that, Cody. Cody says the kill zone. Roderick says 45-21 LSU scores by state. LSU dominates. Gay gets two sacks for his boy, Andre Anthony. I like it. I like it. Michael Ray says when that field get tight, uh, what that air raid going to do? Keep it in front. Yeah, keep it in front. Ben, don't break. That's what every team does in sucking out the air in the air raid. Ben, do not break. Guys, if you can do if if everybody else can do it by running zone, so can you. So can you. God, my phone's getting blown up. I mean, absolutely torched. Well, who's sending me stuff? That you know, the who's? Justin says the who's. I like this. Jacob Cole says the Rudy Crew. I like that. I think we might have it. Comment from the Rudy Crew. I like it. What do you guys think of the Rudy Crew? Give me a thumbs up if you like it. Give me a thumbs down if you don't like it. The Rudy Crews. Uh, Lee Lattimore says we're going to have to turn the ball. Uh, turn. We're, we're going to have to run the ball to get the W. I agree with that. 
I agree with that. Mark says Rafino Mob. I like that too. Um, Ryan Thibodeau sends us two star says the Blitz. I like that too. I really like the Rudy Crew. <laughs> uh, Derek says the Candy Asses. Y'all like the Candy Asses? I think I think we'll see. I got a lot of people in here liking the Rudy Crew. All right, let's get to a couple more and then we'll get out of here. What's going on in the football game? Uh, Jeremy says, "Do the uh, the Maryland or not Maryland Marshall App State game?" Uh, Jeremy says, "Does the 11 a.m. kick play a factor for either team?" I think it factor. It always factors in. I mean, look, you got to go on this on a business trip. I mean, normally uh, for teams just around the country. Fans don't always get up for 11 a.m. games. You know, people aren't drunk. People aren't having a good time. You know, it's 11 a.m. It's going to start getting hotter. Um, one of the hot, more hotter points of the day. You know, high noon. Um, so, I mean, maybe it does, but the weather, you know, is starting to cool down. Look, and and the the the, the time doesn't bother me at all, personally. I mean, after you got embarrassed a season ago, you got to run your happy ass out there and start kicking ass, man. Like, I, there is nothing – unless unless something serious started to happen, there's not really any excuse I'm going to give this team. There's no excuses to lose this game. None whatsoever. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying that. Uh, Jason sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, a lot of people like uh, the Rudy Crew. I think the Rudy Crew it is. The Rudy Crew it is. Everybody likes it. Hashtag Rudy Crew. All right. Everybody likes it. We'll go with the Rudy Crew. Good job, Jacob Cole. Good, good job. All right, let's get to a couple more of these up here. Craig Schilling says, um, <laughs> says to uh, Mark, who said that, uh, Max Johnson's going to have five touchdowns. He says, uh, calling in the Joe Burrow at Vandy, one, two, three, four, five fingers on the Mississippi State sideline. Yeah, I don't see Max ever doing that. But if he did, if he did, I'd lose it. Um, Holden Lee says, Cam Wire practiced a little bit. Yeah, he did. Hope he can go. Wouldn't mind seeing Dellinger out there. Yeah, I think that they don't really know right now who's going to play. I think that you put, in my personal opinion, if it's not Cam Wire, I'd give get, uh, I'd give Dellinger the shot. Looked good out there. He's better in the he's better in the running game. I would certainly, certainly, certainly uh, give Garrett Dellinger the nod. That's what I'd do. I mean, look, he played good. He's played good. I mean, look, he he was one of your you know when they went big personnel, and LSU tried to run the football. Look, he did. I thought he did good in the running game. I thought he did good in the running game. Uh, Taylor Bell says Saints versus Pats. Saints versus Pats prediction. Um, look, the Saints got a lot they got to prove. I like that the coaching staff's back. I like that you got uh, guys back. Uh, I don't like it though that you got some offensive linemen that are banged up. Um, I would. I don't like that, that the Saints are going on the road this week to Boston of all places. I, I, the Saints never really do good against a rookie quarterback. For whatever reason, they always have troubles with rookie quarterbacks. Um, I think that the Saints are going to bounce back this week. I think it's a close game. I'd take the Saints by a field goal just because I don't know how much I trust Mac Jones right now. So give me the Saints by a field goal uh, this week. Blake Bird says, what's up with Cordell Thomas? He ain't playing good. He had one of his – you know, every week it seems like every oh, Cardell had his best week this week. Then, man, if he's having his best week, why ain't he playing? Stop lying. Rudy Pooh ass. And Richie Rose says, I still don't understand the Cardell Thomas deal. Well, they, you know, Richie, they're out there saying that he's having the best week he's had at LSU. But then play him. Play him. If he's dominating in practice, play him. I, then you, then now you're just lying. But look, Car, I, 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 I said this, 
and I've been saying this, and got obliterated for it, and you guys are just going to have to accept it now. I think the kid's got poor technique. I think he's got bad footwork. I think that he tries to overpower everybody, and he's just got to play the fun- fundamental football. If he plays that, he can be dominant. But right until then, until then, man, he's just going to keep getting bullied. I think the kid's got the talent. Can he put it together? Look, and he had a serious injury. He had a injury, uh, serious injury. Um, you know, he did play at the end of the game last week. I thought he looked decent. He's got. He's just got to play more fundamental sound football. I like him though. Let's see. We'll get to two more. Travis says Mac Jones has the least air yards in the league, average of like three point five. So did Drew Brees. Uh, Jacob Cole says Mac Jones is the real check down, Charlie. That he is. That he is. Um. I think that they're going to pull some things out, though, for him. I think that they let him loose. Um, or they let him loose on some things. I don't think that they'll continue to do that. I think that they were just trying to get his feet wet. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I don't I, – I, give me the Saints by a field goal, man. I mean, look, it's tough to judge the Saints right now after just getting beat down last week, man. I just don't trust them. I don't trust them. We'll see. Last one. Last one, I promise. Uh, Jeremy says, does Bash D. Smith start over Palmer Jenkins? Jenkins, yes. We saw that last week. Palmer, I don't know that. I think Palmer and Bash rotate. Um, I think that they rotate. That's what I fully believe they're going to do. All right, guys. We'll see you all again post-game after the LSU game on Saturday. Don't go anywhere else. Don't listen to those Rudy Poos who think that they know what they're talking about that they don't. Bring your butt in here. Post-game show after Mississippi State LSU. We'll see you guys then. Y'all have a good night. Let's go watch some football. We'll see y'all soon. It's the Rudy Crew, y'all. The Rudy Crew. The Rudy Crew. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.